Welcome to Sports Sushi. Your chefs for tonight are Sports Plug Russ, serving up the spiciest sports takes of the week. Sterling Furrow, rolling the X's and O's into an analytical maki platter. And finally, the moderator who always keeps the sake flowing, DJ Slow Boogie. Now grab those chopsticks and get ready, because your order of Fresh and Raw Sports Sushi is up. Oh fuck, man. What the hell? Ah, right, yeah. What's up, everybody? You know what I'm saying? He caught me off guard again. You know, I was in my phone and shit, but we all good, baby. Hey, it's Wednesday. You know what I'm saying? With, with my dogs here, man. You know what I'm saying? Sterling and my boy Russ, man. What's happening, y'all? Hey, you know, it, it's it's all good over here. You know, I'm happy that that the band is back together this week because. Uh, hey man, yeah, dog. We, we you know we've been we've been, we been gone for too long. Oh, boy, oh, oh, you thought I was frozen? Oh, I was frozen. Oh, I was frozen. Oh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to say, I think my boy Russ froze. Well, <laughs> we back in this bitch. Uno, dos, and tres. Hey, hey what's up? Coming live from Tejas, muchachos. I'm back. I'm back. Yeah, man. Hey, man. So, what's up? It's good. The band is back together. We in this bitch one more time for the one time. All right. You know what I'm saying? Um, but like I said, you know, this show is brought to you by Betstamp. You know, the good folks at Betstamp. Chris, will go ahead and plug it in in just a minute. But hey, before you do all that, remember, whenever you sign up, remember the the the, the code. The code is sushi. Do not forget that. You know what else you shouldn't forget? Right before we start. You hit the bell and subscribe mm-hmm. button. Mm-hmm. Make sure that algorithm gets to rhythm and with our mm-hmm. rhythm. Trying to mm-hmm. dance, y'all. We trying to mm-hmm. dance. Come on, man. What's today's topic? I saw, I saw it, and I was like, "Ooh, that's cold blood, Le broom. And I yeah, know we got. Yeah, I know you yeah. saw my reel today, and I oh, know you I saw my it. reel today. So, so it. we are, so we we are going to be calling the Denver Nuggets Lethal Interjection Crew <laughs> from this point forward. Fuck you, granddad. Hey, that nigga, that nigga Bron just mad because he old, my nigga. You ain't finna retire. <laughs> I didn't have it in me. Oh, nah, but you know, the jokes come from a place of love. Yeah, they come from a place of love. But go ahead, Boogie. Let's get this bitch rolling. Thank you guys for being here. Whoever right, is man. here. All so let's go, ahead, let's go ahead and kick it off, man. Uh, let's talk about a little bit about what happened this weekend. Do you guys uh, hear anything uh, or, you know, seen anything sports related that was pretty much interesting uh, that happened this past weekend? Oh, I know. The Las Vegas Knights can kiss my ass with their cold ass. Man, Tejas Hockey Muchachos is dying. We're down 3-0. Last night, the captain decided to literally assault one of the other players on the team with a cross check to the neck. I saw I that. don't know, man. Everybody just, where you, it's bad out here, dog. We Like, we was up. We thought we was about to party like it was the year 2000. I thought I saw Brent Hole coming through that door. I thought El Belfort was coming through that door. I thought Mike Madonna was coming through that door. But guys, guess what? Now, nah, you know what's coming through that door? In the words of James Winston, just a pain, dog. A whole lot of pain. <laughs> just a whole lot of pain, dog. Nobody feels bad for the Dallas Stars right now. Nobody. Nobody, Nobody feels bad for Dallas they, 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 they've been good. <laughs> they've been good for quite some time. Don't nobody feel bad for the Stars. I mean, you know, I, I can't even talk about hockey because we ain't even got no hockey team. So by default, I got a root for the uh, for the stars. So you know, it's just I know it's Tejas, it's yeah. Tejas hockey, muchacho. Tejas on ice. I had yeah. Houston. I got Houston people on the bandwagon. I had mm-hmm. San Antonio people riding. We the only team, y'all. 
Yeah. I don't know if we're gonna be able to come back from O three though. Yeah, that's probably not. That's tough, man. That that's gonna Lee be a tough. Green. Yeah. <laughs> that's a tough hole to climb out of. But we gonna get some teams that 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 are trying to climb out such hole. Oh uh, but, oh, oh oh wait! Before we get started, Sterling, Chris is oh Chris. I know you can hear this. Did you see my tweet today, Sterling? This morning. I haven't even been on Twitter today, man. Oh my God! I knew you hadn't because you hadn't tweeted me. He was just talking about lovely times in sports. This show that time that Tony Romo threw five picks in the game versus the Buffalo Bills, and we still won that bitch in over in before overtime. <laughs> uh, okay, so what? Oh, it was the most beautiful thing. I know Chris saw. It. Chris, I know you saw. It. You just probably didn't like it. <laughs> it still burns. Okay, look, man. Man, now, that's tough. I, you know what? I, you. I was like, you know, I'm glad that the band is back together. <laughs> and then he comes now I'm not. Now I'm not. <laughs> yeah. like this. Yes, hey, Chris, yes. Hey, I'm sorry. I had to. I had to. I you know, but you're going to get me sooner or later. I'm going to say something, and you're going to come around the bend and be like, ah, now is my time to stab you. Silent assassin. I'll get, I'll get you. I'll get you. All right. So, look, man, I know I might be, you know, I heard a little bit of news um, this past weekend, and I might be late to the party here. Um, but one of my buddies told me what uh, Nikola Pekovic has been up to. Um, yeah, the old big man from the uh, Milwaukee Timberwolves. Yeah, apparently, yeah, yeah. He, uh, the Montenegro uh, basketball player. So, apparently, he went over back to Montenegro and became a fucking drug lord. Um oh. Oh yeah. yeah, so let me just read <laughs> read a little bit of this uh, to you. Uh, so they talk about how you know his career, and you know he played for about what six years, and they said you know once he got out the league, he went back over there and hooked up with a couple of uh, shady uh, shady uh, people that are in the you know the drug game, and it's the uh, I think it's uh, the Sarik brothers. I want to say is Darko and Dusko Sarge. Oh, and, oh yeah. Go, 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 yeah. Go, so, uh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So, uh, this is what John Morant wants to do. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> so, Nicola Pet, you know, Big Pet, you know, he's, they they call oh, him, man. his nickname is The Godfather in, you know, Montenegro, you know, so this is, <laughs> so I, I thought that was very fucking interesting. Bro. That, uh, that he, it's, he, it's, he, it's, it, it, I'm sorry. It's just so funny that in this time of the NBA, we got a player that we're telling, man, you don't want to make it out the NBA. And Big Peck is over there like, hey, nigga, but you might want to. <laughs> I'm, I'm Big Meech over here. My man went from rebounds to pounds. <laughs> <laughs> man. Yo. And went oh, from buddy. offense to OZs, nigga. <laughs> okay. Oh shit. Oh my god. All right. So, uh, oh. look. All right. So before we get into this day in sports, choices in life, life be wild, boy. Bro, <laughs> look, anything, bro. When they say you can go left or you can go right, boy, I'm going to be hell, nigga. Boy. Going hard in the paint. I'm going straight, pound, baby. I mean, I'm about to excavate. I'm going under. <laughs> Pulling a new path. I All pulled right, my family out of the gutter 
<laughs> got to the NBA and then went right, right back, back in that bitch and ran it. <laughs> said I wasn't that good at basketball, but I am the goat at this shit. Come on, fellas, put that right, shit so, in the truck. Let me tell you a story about what, what Zach Levine uh, said about Big Peck. You know, it was like he was terrified to ask you know Big Peck for his jersey number when he was on the Wolves. And and he quote, I wasn't gonna ask Pekovich for the number. I was terrified of him. You should be. <laughs> you fucking should be. Because I'm looking at pictures of this dude. What number like, was he? Uh Pekovich? Shit. Let me go look. Were you 28? 14. He was 14. Oh, uh, I'm about to say he probably wanted to be 17.5, but they probably wouldn't <laughs> let him do it. That's how much you can't have you can't have decimals Man. big pick. I need 17 five. He said, I look the cocaine sometimes, you know? Man. Yeah, bro. Big pet out there moving big pounds, all right? So, boy. Look, hey, man, stay away from me, nigga, all right? Hey, <laughs> stay, hey, man. Hey. Stay away from me. Caught up. I don't want hey, if anything, problem. if anything, he proves shit. You can do whatever the fuck you want. And it's like, yeah. hey, do it, nigga. You, you, can, you can get it do done. Anything, you put your mind to it. You can put your motherfucking mind to it. You can get that shit done. Man. Hey, okay. Damn. All right, so uh, before we get into this day in sports, I think Chris has the commercial that he's going to go ahead and push out for us. So go ahead and run it. What's good, everybody? Today's podcast is brought to you by the good people at BetStamp, which is helping thousands of people win a sports betting for free. That's right. You heard me. Free. F-R-E-E. Free. All right. The same way travelers use Google Flights and Expedia to find the best prices, betters now can use the same through the BetStamp app. When you place a bet, the odds are given by a sports book will determine how much you can possibly win. Even though you're betting at the same outcome, different sports books will offer varying payouts and the differences can be huge. You're talking thousands of dollars. But fortunately for you, the good people at BetStamp have your back, okay? So, BetStamp allows you to easily line shop for the most profitable odds across all sports books. You can click any matchup and instantly see the different odds that the game gives you game lines player props and even future bets line shopping is the simplest way to find an edge in sports betting and maximize your chances of winning long term on average bet stamp users win an extra thousand dollars and over yearly just by line shopping we can't tell you that this is a fucking game changer what's good everybody today's podcast is brought to you by the good people man all right, so the man Peck went from pushing in the paint to pushing peas. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. Okay, let's move on. No, but you I, I, no, I'm not. You right. right. You right. Bro. Like, bro, you my right. Nigga, bro, my man Peck said, I already won at life. I made the NBA, so I'm just going to hit the reset button to play again on a harder difficulty. <laughs> I think he said first first time I played the game was on medium. I chose NBA. Second time, a drug dealer. Let's get, let's get Man. it. <laughs> this nigga playing the sense. No. Oh shit. No. Uh, this nigga like I'm gonna run Dark Souls back, nigga. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so all right, we got this day oh, sports coming up, man. So Russ, man, what do you have for us today, brother? Okie dokie. No matter what it says on the bottom line, I don't know if Chris got it, but I had to check it. But you know what I'm saying? Uh, on this day in sports, you know me, sports plug. I like to get y'all plugged into every sport that exists. So it is Indianapolis 500 week. If you did not know, now you know. Sunday is the big race. 500 miles, one trophy, one prize, one checker flag. Room, room. There we go. And on this day in 2009, on this day in 2009, the winner, Helio Castro Nevis of the 2001 and 2002, driving a 7-Eleven car, uh, wins his third 
indie title, being the only person to win that many in that amount of time. And um, yeah, you know, so if you get a chance, you got some drinks, you're chilling, turn on the race uh, in the background and be amazed by the speed that you see, because you'll never see cars go faster than you will see them go this Sunday. New sport for you. Yes, sir. All right. So let's go ahead and get to the in the NFL. I almost slipped up right there and uh said the wrong thing. So the NFL is going global. They're expanding their tentacles across the yes. globe. They want all the money. Yeah, they are touching different markets here. Um, so let's go ahead and just get into it. So they're basically expanding uh the marketing. Um we have a marketing program where they're gonna be placing teams in charge of certain territories around the world. Not now, not every team has got a territory. Some teams are going to share. Other teams are going to have, like, countries to themselves. Uh, but one of the obvious ones was the Steelers uh, with Ireland because of the longstanding history with the Roonies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think at one point uh, one of the Roonies were, was an ambassador for Ireland or yeah, he vice versa. So we knew that that was, you know, kind of obvious. The Saints or um, – France. For, for France and, I mean, it's, it's Paris. They ain't going to wake up uh, in time for kickoff. So I don't know what they they hope to accomplish there. Yeah. Did you get the <laughs> uh, list? Yeah, I got the whole list. So let's, oh, cool, yeah. So let's start with, uh, you know, the, the Republic of Ireland and Northern Ireland. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars will share that with the, uh, the Steelers, like we just said. Germany has the Falcons, Kansas City Chiefs, New England Patriots, and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And Austria and Switzerland are included in that as well. So, um, and I think that's the next ones. And then that's the, all they have. Well, yeah, th- th- that's all they have there. But um, I mean, a lot of other teams that you thought that might, you know, be in, you know, in the mix, like you know, our top teams, like you know, the Cowboys. You, you didn't name Buffalo, did you? Yeah, but no Buffalo. Buffalo who you want? Yeah, I Buffalo, just asked all, all, all the Texas teams, they were like, yeah, you know, we just want to I want to know, Sterling, what country do you want? North America, duh. <laughs> oh, man, listen, North Canadians, too. No, no, what you got to North pick America, I don't. You pick a, yeah, you do. You got to pick one from across the pond. Okay, look, I got the full <laughs> list right here. All right, so this is the full list. All right, so Dolphins have Brazil. That's pretty good. I pretty mean, cool. that's, you know, I get it. Yeah. Australia has the Rams and the Eagles. Okay. China has the Rams. Oh, Rams about to win. Ghana has the Eagles. Africa. Right that's, that's Mexico cool. has the Cardinals. Oh, I'll take that back. Mexico has the Cardinals, Cowboys, Broncos, and Texas. Yeah, you, you knew Texas. Cowboys. I'm, yeah. I'm just going to take my drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You knew. You yeah. knew. I was saying, who the Cowboys going to get? Come on now, Jerry. Yeah. Come on now. Uh, Raiders Car- are in <laughs> Mexico as well. Steelers. They're gonna regret this when them cartels is out front tailgating. Kilos <laughs> <laughs> and barbecue, my man. <laughs> Yo, look, shit can get real sticky in Mexico, man. So I ain't going. Hey, what Drake? What Drake said? You know how sticky it get. Hey, them games about to be stupid. Yo, it's gonna be. It, it's yeah, gonna be where, where the Bills at on that list? All right, so let, let, let me go down. Uh, so we have Mexico. So New Zealand has the Rams and Eagles. Uh, Spain has the Bears and the Dolphins. Switzerland has Chiefs, Patriots, Buccaneers. The UK has Bears, Jaguars, Dolphins, Vikings, Jets, Steelers. And that's it. They left the Bills off. Because we got North America. Nah, bro. <laughs> we got, we, got, we, got, we got North America. That's that's I mean, it. 
That's it. Y'all gonna get some. Y'all gonna get some play. I mean, how do you leave the Bills off? It's like, dude, like they ain't chose. They haven't chose. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, you know, they haven't chose. Y'all want go like India or something? No, I want Africa. Give me Africa, bro. And then I think the Titans. The Titans doesn't have a, a market. Uh, Nobody so wants team, them. Yeah, some teams. Got <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, they, Greece, Greece. They, I mean, Greece. They can go call Giannis. You know what I mean, I'm saying? You know, Green Bay doesn't have, you know, uh call Giannis. Green. If you call Giannis, Giannis would be like, Greece will represent you because I say so. <laughs> but uh also uh, I forgot to mention, you know, Tom Brady hats off, you know, part owner of the Las Vegas oh, Raiders. Oh, yeah, he, he hooked up with the uh Las Las Vegas Raiders. That's yeah. That's, man, oh, before that's I even forget, man, big what if he's the Michael Jordan of owners? What if he just sucks at it? They were, <laughs> He might. They, he might. They, they ain't gonna let him make no decisions. Nah, they're not. They, they, he a face. They're not. they're not. Yeah, they're just gonna have him come in there. You know, do the little. He's the you know, Oakland Raiders. Featuring Tom Brady. Look at yeah, him. basically. <laughs> but I want to say before we even go on, I, I, I completely forgot it. But rest in peace, Jim Brown, man, one of the uh, all-time great running backs, mm. uh, civil rights activist, all-around awesome guy, um, an actor too. So. R.I.P. to Jim Tina Brown. Turner passed today. Tina Turner, Tina Turner today. also passed away uh, today as well. Uh, so. RIP to those legends. Um, and I, you know, look, man. My look, my mom was a big Tina Turner fan, and you know, I watched, you know, what love got to do with it. And you know, when I when I heard the news, I was like, damn, bro, that's kind of look, thank that, yeah, there you go, Chris. Watching <laughs> I'm gonna get you sucker in Thunderdome tonight. Hey man, one of my favorite roles from Jim Brown was in Crack House. And, and um if you've seen the movie, then you know what I'm talking about. But he played, the, you know, the villain in there. But he did a good job, yeah. man. But um, he was also great in Any Given Sunday as well. So, uh, you know, if you haven't checked it out, please go check that out. Yes, yes. Um, so That's also, crazy because, yeah, he was really good in that. And it's kind of well, underrated, like, how good Jim Brown was in Any dude, Given Sunday. What, one of the things that Jim Brown said uh, about his playing days, and, you know, let's talk about this before we, we go, uh, was that he would do pre, uh, when he do his walkthroughs and, you know, pregame is that he would walk the fields and find like, you know, the uneven spots in the field, the divots and things <laughs> like that. And he would remember because he would be like, OK, this is at the 35 yard line mm. on the left hash. And he would always keep it in mind because he says, this is where I will make my move on the defender. You know, I might, you know, try to draw him into this little area where it's not balanced, where he could lose his balance yeah. and not go ahead and go. And they all, playing on them real, yeah. just plain yeah. fields back then. Yeah, so Jim Brown's, you know, mentality for the game was kind of, you know, was pretty dope. Um, yeah. He taught me how to throw stiff arms. He says he threw stiff arms very violently and always at the last moment because he wanted mm-hmm. the, uh, the ball, care, uh, not the ball, the defender to blink to where it gave him that fraction of a second to make a move to where he needed to go ahead and, you know, yeah. he had to spin a cut or whatever. So I always admired that about and him. And he always got up slow so that people couldn't tell if he was hurt or not. That's true. He did do that. So shout out to John Brown. He invented man. that, actually. I think he did. Tom. I think he I think... did invent it. Like, oh, everybody gets up slower now. But, yeah, he invented that, getting up slow so they never knew if he was hurt or not. Yes. All right. So let's go ahead and move on to our next subject, the uh, kickoff rule that is uh, pretty much kind of uh, rubbing everybody the wrong way. Uh, in the... Not me. Not you? Nah. Okay, so. Okay, so. I, I love ahead. college football. And go ahead, but tell me what the rule is. Okay, so if I'm not mistaken, I think it's um, whenever you go ahead and you um, 
I think it's like at the twenty is like with the twenty five yard line. Well, refresh yeah. refresh my memory if, here. If you, yeah. So if, I, if I'm correct, now the kickoffs are going to work like they do in college, and if you get if you fair catch a kick, then you get it at the twenty five. Yep. Yep. Okay, so I want to know you guys' thoughts on that um, right now. But Russ already said that you know he he likes so let's lead off with Russ and let's you know tell us how you feel about that. It's not. All right, it's not it's not like a hooray like like it's like y'all know me, bro. Like I appreciate nostalgia, but that shit happened and we remember it and smile. But shit got to move forward, like. And I think that a lot of people are stuck in the past with this shit, bro. Like this kickoff is the most is one of the most dangerous plays in football. It takes people out. We know that it takes people out. We know that we need to do something about it. And the only thing that you possibly can do about it is two things. You could do what the XFL did, which people say they hate which is wait till the guy catches it and basically make it a huge ass run play. Or you can just make it to where it's basically we're going to, we're going to incentivize you to fair catch it. And if you want to return it, it's at your own risk. And so that's the way it works in college. I happen to love college football. I don't think that the, I love what the special teams, Devin Hesh is one of my favorite players ever, but I can honestly can sit here and say that he's probably there's not going to be another one. There's not going to be another Dante Hall because the play is not going to be sustainable because if human existence is more important, like health is more important than our 10 seconds of cheering or five seconds, however long that play lasts is that. So I just, I'm, I'm not like, yeah, we should have done this 20 years ago. It's just like, no, nah, I enjoyed being alive the time I was alive so I could see it and shit, we're moving on. And I ain't got a problem with it. <clears throat> All right. Starting, what you think, brother? I mean, it, it, it's all right, man. As long as they're not taking it away, you know, altogether. I think the the fact that teams have the ability to return if they want to, I I, I like that still. But you know, they, I mean, it's football, man. Like these dudes make a ton of money, and uh, the kickoff and, and kick return is one of the one of my favorite plays of the game. To be honest, just the thought and idea that it could be returned for a touchdown, I think it's one of the most beautiful plays in the game. To be honest, uh, but. I mean, I'm okay with it just for the simple fact that this is what they, the NFL has kind of been going towards is a safer, you know, uh, playing environment. But, you know, I still feel like if, if they're going to do it's, if they're going to take this route, then really be about player safety. I think there are things that for the players benefit that they could do uh, insurance wise and, and compensation and, you know, really like if you're really concerned about player safety, then really, really be about it. It's kind of like Budweiser with the whole, uh, you know, promoting yeah. LGBTQ communities, yeah. but then retracting and saying like, well, you know, we it, we really didn't want to do that. It wasn't approved. It's like, no, it, man, it's it, 10 yeah. toes down, it, just stand it, on exactly. it. You know thank you, thank you, thank you. They, they, you they said what you said, bud. Yeah, they, yeah, they can't stand yeah. on that, uh, that 24% uh, uh, um, profit uh, drop. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they seen that and they changed their tune. That's what the fuck happened. Yeah. But, so my, really, yeah. My, so my thing is this: is that uh, that's not knowing your that's not knowing your base. Yeah, it's not it's not knowing your facts. Not knowing your crowd. So my my, my <laughs> thing is this: is that uh, I, I listened a little bit to the Pat McAfee um uh, Pat McAfee um show about this, and <laughs> I feel like you did that on purpose because yeah. everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so, I listened to, I listened to the show a little bit, and, and he had a little little something to say. Um. And it got me thinking, it was like, well, you know, what is to become of like, you know, the special team players, the, you know, the coaches. And then it got me to think like, okay, 
everybody remembered Terrell Davis, like, you know, running back for the, yeah. uh, the Denver Broncos. He burst on the scene because of his special team. He laid team. somebody yeah. out. His yeah. special team play. And, you know, if that opportunity is kind of, you know, taken away from guys, you know, trying to make a name for themselves, you know, those guys kind of get left out in the cold and you have special team coaches and things like that. And, you know, if you kind of kill the special teams, it's like you won't have, you know, those those opportunities for players and coaches and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of where, you know, I'm kind of like, well, damn, you know, but I understand, you know, the players, they I feel that. Yeah. The players, you know, I'm they, glad we're how old we are, but we got to see. Yeah. Prime special teams. Yeah. Like, but but here's what I will say, though. This let this be a lesson to the people that when someone finds a fix to something and you poo poo on it because it's not what you want, you might want to just pay attention because the XFL actually had a great idea because, yes, it's not the kickoff that you're used to. But it is still a kickoff. You just have to wait for the guy to catch the ball before the rage happens. And that actually still gives us the best of both worlds. So people need to realize compromise is the best thing here. Mm -hmm. So if you want your kickoffs back, and we know that the wedge and all that shit fucks people up, and concussions have been up with the changes that they made. So yeah. it's still, it's it's grown-ass man making car collisions. And we know special teams players in the NFL they hanging on to their job anyway, so they're ready to knock a motherfucker out. I know y'all watched the Raw Room. Gates be on there wild, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> and he was he was a really good special teamer. So I think that we should go back to – I think that sooner or later, they're going to look at it and say, y'all may not like or think what the XFL has done. And Pat McAfee shitted on that too. But I'm like, we're not going to get our old kickoffs back. We're not going to get that back. So – like, I'm not going to get another – like I said, I'm not going to get another Devin Hester. So we got to figure out something else. And so they want to go this route because people are bitching about the way that XFL did it when really, if you want to really have a guy in the team take a chance to run a kickback for a touchdown, you probably should just do it in a manner that they want to do it to make it safe and we'll still get the play, which is wait for the guy to catch the ball and then go forward. But I feel everybody's beat. Shit, I watched it too. The kickoff, that offense, defense, special teams. You know what I'm saying? That 06 Bears team was special. Oh, Y'all remember – they weren't Devin shit, Hester. but Devin Hester running yes. back kicks. You had Rex Grossman. The first play of the fucking bowl. Yeah. Motherfucker yeah. took that bitch back. Like, so that's something that I really think that we that we don't want to get rid of in the game. But I think that the only way that we're going to be able to have that is to do it the way the XFL does. You're going to have to give guys the ability to see someone coming at them full speed to knock their fucking block off. Like, you, you got to. And it's you like, can't you get know, people a head start. You know what I'm saying? And, like, it's, and I got to agree. It's like, you know, the safety is, is, is more important because, you know, after you retire, you want to make sure, you know, these guys have, you know, quality of life, you know, mm -hmm. where, you know, they don't do harm to themselves or anybody else around them um, with kind of the unpredictable state that, you know, kind of, you know, concussions, you know, can bring. Um, and it, I think it's, 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 it's the right call. Yeah. It's just that you just got to, you know, the league got to get used to it. Um, yeah. But I'm glad that I was able to witness, you know, such great special team players like yeah. Devin Hester, Dante Chris Hall, Johnson. Chris Johnson. Um, because Ooh, the I forgot about Dante Hall. Ooh! Yeah. Oh, boy. He was, hey, no, no, not I'm sorry. Not Dante Hall. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I said him. The dude from Atlanta, um, the corner. You talking about D'Angelo? D'Angelo. Yeah, D'Angelo Hall. He, he he was there. Nasty. Yeah, he was nasty he, in the you know, in his, uh, younger years. Then when he in became, college, you know, people forget yeah. in college, these dudes 
ran back yeah. kicks. Like all yes. of these guys that were naming Antoine Randall L. Oh, oh, I mean, y'all pulled that one out the back pocket. I, I felt like that was like a, a spade. Yeah. Oh, Steve Tasker, Chris chimed in. Uh, I have no idea who Steve Tasker is. All right, I'm not gonna French y'all. I'm not gonna act like I know. I'm not gonna hit there. Oh, Steve Tasker. Who the fuck is Steve Tasker? He he was a special teamer for the Bills, wide receiver. Yeah. I, I I don't care about this dude being in the Hall of Fame, bro. It, it's <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Oh, I don't. Dion, wait, did Dion Dion? Bro, every too. single year. Bills fans get all up in arms because Steve Tasker's not in the Hall of Fame. Like, dog, I I can't, I can't, bro. Like, all right, Steve Tasker's now he who shan't be named from now right. from now on. on <laughs> yeah, he is added to the list of he who shan't be named. Right, That's what we're starting today. A list of he who shan't be named. And Steve Tasker, you have made that list. Yeah, you're in the uh, the book of Voldemort. Uh, yeah, the book the of book, Voldemort. Though. The book of sushi. The book, the book is stale sushi, like a motherfucker. Like, hey, yeah. hey, hey, he's sushi, my boy. You are now that 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 dude I, from Buffalo. That I feel that. bad for Steve Tasker though, because he's got all these people saying that he needs to be in the Hall of Fame. Like, if you're that guy, like, what do you say? What do you what, say, Steve Tasker? <laughs> like, if you're Steve Tasker, I'd be like, nigga, shut up, shut up, nigga, shut up. Just shut up. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. It's like you reminded me of my of my past. Think of just shut up. You know, you, you date, you, you date uh, that. It's like dating that ugly girl and everybody, all your friends like, y'all, you remember when you dated her, nigga? Like, bro. Bro. Nigga, bro. Like, this, bitch. nigga I'll kill you. Shut up, nigga. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, or you or you got don't that one, or you got that one friend, but hey, you bring your girl around and they that. start saying stuff that you did, and you be like, Yo, <laughs> yo, left in the dark. <laughs> Don't be talking about my career. <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> oh yeah, you know we didn't touch before we get to the next thing, man, bro. We didn't touch, man. That was a draw. Oh, you talking about the uh, long man? Uh, and oh yeah, yeah, that was a motherfucking me draw. I would say, and, and, and Tim Bradley, Tim Bradley. Come on, bro. We know where your money was, but I'm just saying that Loma was stronger. I think Loma. Huh? Loma, Loma. I think Loma. I think Tim. I think Tim pumped it up a little bit. I think that Shit. I think that Loma took it in the late in later rounds of the fight. So we really saw like three three and a half rounds of him, like just taking the fight to uh, Haney. But I think that uh, in the end, Haney won a lot of the beginning the beginning rounds. So he had like that back. Now his dad should be ashamed for lying two times. One, you lied to your you lied to your child in the corner. We win in this fight at that point in time. No, he was not winning the fight. Joker's almost surviving. Um, and number two, at the end of the fight, saying it was lopsided. Yeah, better take that rematch with Lomo because if your son get up in there with Shakur Stevenson or Tank Davis, he might not be with us no more. Nah, because one of them two is gonna knock his ass out. Because I'm gonna be honest, I had Lomo up. I thought you know Lomo had the win. I can see that. And you know we, you know when Loma went to his press conference and said that you know he said towards the end I thought I had it won so you know I kind of you know eased up off the gas, and I mean look brother you know I love Loma. You gotta take out the yeah. to beat the that, That's you gotta, you know, stop playing with your food man. Just yeah, it, end it, end it. But um, I don't know if he had the power to knock out Haney though. That's why I was like I would just like to see it be a draw because uh, he was tagging him, but 
you know, I mean, there was I, I did say I did find it kind of funny at one point. I'm sorry, Haney had some funny moments when his dad was like, "You got to dodge your left," and Haney was like, "He's doing it twice." <laughs> I was like, I was like, hey. That's a sign of a dude that's in some shit that he need to get himself out of. He just like, Dad, shut the fuck up. This yeah, nigga is not what you said dad. he was. This guy is not what you said he was. They shouldn't have pushed him. <laughs> He's like, but like, man, look, if, you, if you're not familiar with Lomachenko, man, look at his highlights. He is a highlight reel. Um, mm. A lot of fancy footwork. Uh, lots Lomo of fancy been Yeah, Lomo been in the fire, man. You know what man. Yeah. Like they said, he wasn't like slouching. Then he went back to go fight for his country, and he, you know, mm-hmm. he didn't like take like a, he took a break for a real legitimate reason. And he mm-hmm. came back, and he still got the most. So I want to see him fight again. I, I, but I know that I know that Cheney's not gonna get in because he wants the big payday that's gonna come with. Sha- it's gonna be Shakur. Yeah, that's gonna fight that was in the middle of the ring, and Shakur was like, "You saw, I'm number one. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Haney. Now, now. but that's now. but that's how that's how I envision him saying it. I'm number one, like man, yeah. she's gonna knock your ass out. Dog. I'm yeah. not gonna lie to you. I, I think she could. She could do about it. I think she could uh, takes it. I do. You know he is. He was smiling like, come on, yeah. man. Like, like I just need, I, <laughs> hey, I just need a piece, bro. Like you're gonna get a lot of pub. Oh Bet yeah. You he don't push your core Stevenson like. Because he's he not going to go against Tank. Because the way that, that Loma was tagging him, if Tank was uh, was laying them same hits on and licks on him, nah. Sleep. Sleep. That Sleep. Time. Dream world. All you in right. the upside down, my nigga. <laughs> you in the upside down. You're moving like this. <laughs> All right. So let's go ahead and get to uh, our sponsor for the evening, our, our bet stamp uh, segment here. And before you do anything, remember when you sign up for Bet Stamp, use code Sushi. Okay, that's us. It's the show that you listen to right now, and it's pretty damn easy to remember. So sign up for Bet Stamp using Sushi. Sign up for Bet Stamp using Sushi. Sign up for Bet Stamp using Sushi. All right. So last week we went. Uh, I think we, we we did a pretty good. Uh, I think we're like what four and two now. What, what, you know? what was it? Whisper, whisper to the voice in the background. Chris will tell you. You said, "Yeah, okay, we're four and Yeah, two. I want to say shout out to Mackenzie Dern for giving us, uh, giving me that dub. You know, I had to get that stink of the the Lakers ill off of me. So uh, this pick, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna stay with the UFC. What I know. Um, hey. so, <laughs> so I'm gonna make the first pick here, and hopefully we can go ahead and uh, we can keep rolling on this uh, this gravy train. So uh, let's go to UFC, Chris. Um, there should be UFC uh, fight night this Saturday. Yeah, it's not going to be today. It's going to be uh, probably Saturday. So you're going to have to go to Saturday. Yeah, you got to go to today. I love this. Bet stamp, you are the shit. We, hey, sign up for Bet stamp using the sushi code. They got everything you need. You saw the ad. You know what I'm saying? We're going to play it again. No, so, okay, well, try, try it. It's June 3rd. Okay, there it is. Okay, uh, let's see. No, uh, not the main event. They don't have the undercard? God damn it. All right. Because that's, that's going to... Uh, yeah, I, I ain't really... Uh, you know what? Yeah, fuck it, Chris. Take, take it because they, they didn't give me the whole card. Um, I was going to bet Nurmagomedov. Um, you know, look, man. You know, one thing I learned about... Watch the MMA is that you don't go against the Dagestani guys, and I was going to go with uh, Abu Akbar, <laughs> Nurmagomedov, uh, Khabib's a, a relative, but um, 
they don't they don't give us the the prop bet. So we're gonna go ahead. We're gonna go with Amir. Was it Amir uh, Abaza Abazi uh, over Kai Car France? Um, hopefully, man, you don't fuck up my goddamn uh, my win streak here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, do you? Oh, hold on. No, that's not it. That's not it. No, that's not it. Okay, so um, what else we have here? Uh, so do you guys uh, have you guys uh, you guys picks yet? Yeah, go, um, go, go to the NBA. Let's 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 yeah. go on and uh, yeah, you go first, Erlen. Run this up real quick on Thursday. So, uh, go to Thursday. Yeah, new. That's May eighteenth. Yeah, you are yeah, going back uh, back in time, Chris? Yeah. Time Come on, Scotty. He's at the controls. He's driving like a maniac. <laughs> there we go. There we go. There we go. So. I think the Celtics are going to win an, another game back to back. Um, so I, I would definitely take uh, the Celtics at four and a half. Um, yep, yep. I, I really do, man. I, I think Ooh. it's they're they're Let a good team. I don't think they're going to win the series, but I, I, I think this will be the last game they win. So it, it, it's at home. Boston crowd's going to be live. It's going to be it's yeah. going to be tough. I think they get this done, and I and I kind of think they kind of found something that worked for them uh, last night during the game. So uh, yeah, let's let's roll with the with the Celtics on this. And yeah, like, yeah. Chris just informed us is a big uh, is a big yeah, jump in the, in the spread here. <laughs> so remember, um, sports bet uh, users, man, we get about a thousand dollars yearly. And winnings, man. Yeah, that, that, that four and a half to eight and a half it, it is a big spread, man. So I, I would I would definitely go on the on the four and a half on that just because you know I think it's gonna be close, even if they do lo- indeed lose the game. I think it's gonna be close, but they're saying they're gonna win by four and a half, so that's tough. So I I mean it could I don't know, it could be one of those things where you look at the the Miami Heat and if they are five point underdogs. And it just changed. So there's that. Oh, wow. Oh, oh this is the whole game here. Okay. That was going to have. Oh, sorry, guys. Wait. So you're te- they're, they're saying they're saying that the Boston Celtics are going to beat them by eight and a half. Yeah. Wow. So. Are they reeling people in? Ooh, I don't know about that. Play. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Give, give me, give me the 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 Miami Heat eight and a half. Take the, take the over. Take the yeah. over. Take the over. Yeah, the lowest you're gonna get is take eight, the over. It's eight eight and a half. Yes, that's what you're gonna get. Yeah. Take the over. Take the over, huh? What is two fifteen? The over is two fifteen. What was the score of the last game? I guarantee the last three games. I guarantee you have been over. Even the blowouts have been over at least two hundred two hundred like the low to mid two hundreds. I believe. I'm not mistaken. I would take the over because them two teams score a lot of points. Let's look. By taking the over, mm. I might be fucking wrong, but nah. I think. I, yeah, like yeah. La- what last night's game was a uh, one sixteen to ninety nine. Uh, the Sunday game was one twenty. Yeah, that's, that's exactly one hundred two. Ah, that's on the button. Okay, that's on the button. It's two fifteen on the button. So yeah, I and would still take the over. The game yeah, before yeah. that was one eleven and one hundred five. So. Man, this is true. Take the over because they're on the brink. Take the over because that okay. So now I bet you're saying, Russ, that's the even or the under. Like, take the over. 
Ooh, under 216. See, look, that's why they did that, though. If you look, they got under 216.5. That's why they did that shit, because the last week. Okay, take the over. I'm just telling you, take the over. Anyways, y'all ready for mine? I don't know. Are we still talking about them? Yeah, I, I, I got to I gotta go with the eight and a half point spread, man. That's I'm being, a big spread. Yeah, no, it's, it's, yeah do, do you. I'm, I would take the over. All right, you got your pick ready, Russ? Ready to roll? Um, Chris, see if, uh, I don't even know if the day's available. See if Friday's available. I'm trying to give the people some guarantees. Uh, not NBA, uh, MLB, uh, baseball. Mine wasn't loading, and I want Friday, though. It's not loading. Uh, I see it. I look like. They, yeah, it's baseball, but they ain't got the. Okay, so basically the Oakland Houston game is gonna be a Houston dub. Yeah. Whatever the fuck it is. It's like so whoever plays it. Oakland, you can book it. Yeah. <laughs> whatever, yeah, whatever the spread is, whatever the spread is, pick pick Houston in the minus. You're gonna win. That they only yeah, they only gave us a 30. I mean, uh for Thursday. Oh, oh okay. Well well that's Oakland. That's Oakland. So, that's so for Thursdays, I can give you one for Thursdays. Uh Scroll up. I'm gonna I'm gonna do baseball since no one's doing baseball. Do the scroll down to the Yankees. They play the Orioles. <clears throat> ah, yes, they do. Go ahead and take the Yankees minus one and a half because they had the best month last month. They're picking it up. They're getting healthy. Take that one. But if you have any questions and you want something for show on Saturday, was it Friday? On Friday, take the uh, take the Astros versus the A's, whatever the under is or the minus is. Not under, I'm the minus. Whatever it is, I'm telling you. Astros been kicking ass and the A's suck when you some money. Yeah, let's go ahead and uh, let's pump up those dubs, uh, that win column here. Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm trying to get our percentage up. You know what I'm saying? Before I take any chance. Yeah, this is not financial advice here. Okay, these are just oh, our picks. Uncle, Uncle Vinny. <laughs> you said okay, Uncle please Vinny. believe everybody that's out there watching. This is not financial advice. We do not suggest that you do this if this is on hundred dollars, ten dollars. If you have a million dollars, hey, do not do this if you have a problem. And if you do have a problem, please call one eight hundred Gambler. Bank. All right. So those if are our... is real. Stay yes. away from it. All right. So those are our sport, uh, sports sushi picks. Uh, so if you if you like them, ride with us. Uh, if you don't, hey, man, we told you so. Fuck uh, you! No, I'm yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, remember, always uh, use uh, line shopping with Bet Stamp. And again, use the code SUSHI whenever you're signing up. Uh, if you sign up and you miss it, you can always go to your account and add it again. So remember, that is SUSHI, just like the show you watching. All right. So, Don't forget to hit the bell, hit the bell subscribe, like, like button. Subscribe. Bing, bing, bow. Bing, bang, boom. All right, so let's go ahead and get to the NBA here. Um, all right, so let's start off with. Uh... If I got it, it's the either. Oh, yeah, my bad. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, man. You know, you may, I'm over here, you know, running through the bush. But we got the either or coming up. So, Russ. What do you got for us today? Oh, shit. My bad, my earphone fell out. Oh, either or, and if you don't know, I'm bouncing on my feet like uh, bro. Like, <laughs> 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 All 
stick my leg out. Ah, ah, ah. I know that was live. Okay, so we got the either order. Then either or, I'm gonna keep it kind of simple. Actually, I might make it complicated. So you know what it is. We're not doing full teams. We're not doing coaches. It's none of that. We want to know. I want to know if you are a GM, which would you rather have? A dominant force in the front court, being a power forward or a center, or a powerful player on the outside being a guard shooting point. I guess we could throw small forward. Y'all want to throw small forward in the front court or the back court? It's a forward, so it's got to go in the front court, correct? Yeah. Okay. So small forward, those of you that are Broniacs, that is now in the class of the center's power forward. So which one would you rather have? The reason I bring this up is because in light of the new of the playoffs and the way they are going right now, we have seen the resurgence of the big man with Joker whoop 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 whooping that ass. Um, and we also and we also see uh, great players like Steph Curry. We've seen championships won by teams that are dominated by the outside. Um, we see the likes of Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and the Jason Tatum's. I guess he's going to get put in the forward category down low, but we know he plays outside. So, in y'all's opinion. Which would y'all rather have, the dominance in the backcourt or the dominance in the frontcourt? I love what Sherrard just said. Christopher said, give me a big man. Matter of fact, give me Timmy D or Dream. If y'all would like some stats, I do have some stats to throw out there before you make your choices. You want me to do that? Because y'all know how I get down this either or. I want to give everybody as much information as I can. I already know what I want. Uh, I'm pretty you want the stats with you? Or you want to, you want to, y'all want to give what y'all want? Or I, I, I don't need the stats. Yeah. I, I want the bigs. Give me the bigs. Pause. We got one for bigs. Two for bigs. Two for bigs. What comes after two, y'all? Three for bigs. Three, because we got three for motherfucking bigs. In this bitch. Okay, so I'm going to let uh, – hey, to, to all you that don't know, I'm going to put this – I'm just going to let you know how Sportsbook Russ Big 30 feel about this. You know what I'm talking about? And it's the truth. That's why they call me what they do. I all uh, Whenever y'all hear me talk about the top players of all time, y'all always hear me say this, and I believe we got four. Because I believe Chris Rod in the background gonna say fo 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 because I want a big two. Um, you know what I'm saying? So I always say this when we talk about the top players, and, and everybody anybody that knows me knows I bring this up very quickly. I put bigs in another department. I believe that we should talk about the best players in basketball with bigs and everybody else in their other category. Because it is my firm belief that when you have a, a when you have a big with the skills to pay the bills, you are going to beat everybody. You're going to win. You're going to beat the guard. You're going to beat the other big. You're going to beat the forward. You're going to beat the small forward. You're going to beat the coach. As Chris Gerard said in here, see Tim Duncan. See the dream who Jordan never got out there with. See Dirk Nowinski and his magical run. See what Joker's doing right now. See the hunger from Philadelphia and what they want from Joel Embiid, and he hasn't been able to give them. You know what I'm saying? See um, see Shaq, one of the most dominant players, and another player I'll name. See Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. The reason I name him, because I'd like to throw out <clears throat> I'd like to throw out some of the stats um, co- with him compared to some of y'all that might say guard. So the reason why I use Kareem, because him and Michael Jordan both have the six, six for six, okay? Um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar played 20 seasons. Michael Jordan played 15. Um, playoffs played, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar at 18, Michael Jordan at 13. Now, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar had 19 All-Star games, Michael Jordan at 14. Now, season MVPs, five to six in favor of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Now, finals MVP was six to two in favor of Michael Jordan. Now, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar did play with a young man by the name of Magic Johnson. NBA offer, and he won his first title with another guy by the name of Oscar Robinson. Big men matter. Um, we can go down the list between all-NBA and first team. They're tied all-NBA first team and second team. 
All NBA teams, 15 to 11, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. All defensive team. Michael Jordan actually has them 9 to 5. It's pretty interesting. All defensive first team, that is. All defensive teams overall, Kareem got that by two. That's uh, 11 to 9. Um, defensive player of the year, Michael Jordan got that, and Kareem never did. That's very interesting. Um, scoring leader, we have Michael Jordan with 10. Kareem only did that twice. Rebound leader, of course, Kareem would have got that. Block leader, of course, Kareem got that. Steals leader, of course, Michael Jordan got that. They both won Rookie of the Year. You pick who you want, but to me, if you want to win and you have a skill big, I mean, if you want to win, you go get a skill big because he will carry you over any other uh, player that's out there. Another bit of evidence before I shut the fuck up. Kobe swept dirt. Joker just swept Braun. True. I rest my case. Oh, Shaq and Penny beat Jordan. I rest my case. All right. All right. That was our either or. Uh, and we're going to go ahead and uh, since on the subject of basketball, we will dive into the NBA. All right. LeBron! So, so, but before we get into the matchups here, uh, Carmelo and Anthony hung it up, made it official. I mean, he, you know, Look, hey, man. hey, tip, tip your motherfucking caps, people. No respect, man. No respect, man. Mellow, man. man. I want no slander. I want, I want, no, I want no angry, angry letters our direction. I want nothing but grace and lovingness to the man that posted the greatest stat sheet ever: sixty-two, zero, 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 and zero. The man said, I got one job, and I'm going to do it. The original Bucket Man monster, my personal favorite player of all time, actually. Like, he passed T-Mac. I don't care if you don't got a ring or not. Carmelo's a motherfucking god. If y'all okay. got anything, I, right, yeah, so, yeah, my, yeah, my favorite, everybody know my favorite player retired, bro. Like, this is this is crazy. But, yeah, I'm old as fuck. All right, so Sterling, being the man in Denver, uh, where Carmelo started his career out in, uh, how do you feel about this? How's the city taking this? Uh, Melo had a great career, man. He, he'll be loved. He, he, he'll be loved now that he's not playing. He'll be loved here. You know, I, he, he still gets booze when he comes to Denver. But, I mean, he, he really did put Denver on the map in terms of basketball. He did. Like, he, he did. And you, you got to give him uh, so much props and credit. Yeah, he come to a city at the time where nobody really wanted to come and play. Like, you were forced to come here to play. He really embraced it. Uh, you know, he, I think because of him, guys like AI wanted to come play here and, and some other guys, you know, so, uh, he'll always be, uh, beloved yeah, in me. my book, in my book. Now he didn't win a title. Uh, but you know, you, you got to look at the era that he came out in and it, it, with Kobe and LeBron like that's, 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 not, no, that's you tough. know what, I, you know what, let's, okay. I got to keep it short because I can't go forever. Yeah. Like I literally like, this is my dude. And I'm going to say this. And I always say this in my mind, and I'm going to stand on the table and say, Melo didn't win one because he was going about doing it in the way that you people want somebody to do it. Y'all didn't want people to move. Y'all didn't want people to go stack teams. The man said, I'm going home. I'm going to play for my home team, and I'm going to do this shit A, long. I don't give a fuck about teaming up or doing none of that shit. They pay me to make the shots. They pay me to get the boards, get the fuck out the way. Y'all know what it is. And respect that nigga for that. And he went down with his ship. Like, he didn't try to run and go do a bunch of other shit. When he could have went and played for all these other teams that were, nah, I'm going to go play for Portland. Why? Because I can still get it in. Nah, Melo, man, my nigga Melo did it. And and everybody wants to talk about no, like, no rings or whatever. Nah, man. My man said, I'm going to go do it for the team I play for. 
and I, J.R. Smith, come hoop with me. I'm gonna let you do your thing. Old Tyson Chandler, come hoop with me. Melo never went to go play with the Heat. Melo never went to go play with Derrick Rose. We all know he could have went and done that. Yeah, he had a chance to play with literally every player, every best player when they knew he wanted to move, wanted to play with him. New York had a horrible, horrible organization that didn't do. Phil Jackson is a anyways. Phil Jackson, they tried to tell him Jeremy Lin is what you need. Like, nah, I mean, I'm not gonna go over all the all the slight, but nah, Melo gets respect. We're not even talking about the college Melo who ran through the NCAA like a hot knife through butter and won a championship. He was the one that popularized, man. One and done, go get it done, though. Like, don't don't go one and done and go lose the first round. There's, there's, go one and done and go win it. there's, I got mixed feelings on that because Melo, the leader, has to be called into question. Uh, it just does, man. And, you know, I, I he, he's the kind of player that had all the talent and ability in the world. I think he's probably one of the top 10 gifted basketball players I've ever seen in my entire life. And I felt like he could have been so much more, to be honest. I think mm-hmm. I think the, I think organizations kind of failed him, and I think he failed yeah. as a leader. You know what I'm saying? If I'm you, being you real was, honest, think, not, no, no. Like honestly, like, I think I see what you're saying, but I wouldn't say. Do you think he failed as a leader, a leader, or do you think he lacked that one quality that a player that tries to win like he wanted to win lack needs, and that's make players around him better? Because he didn't make players around him better. He did right. Like I can tell the truth about he was right. a leader though. He got on our guy's ass. He let people know, like, but he wasn't going to quote unquote help you get like better out there. Like Melo was letting you know, like, I'm gonna get the buckets, do what the fuck you're supposed to do. And yeah, that's work, that's not that? and that's not leadership. You know, I, I think leadership is sacrificial leadership. Uh it, it, it's 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 getting the most what? out oh, of people. Okay. You okay. know what I'm saying? Okay. It, it, it's it's a lot, it's a lot, man. Yeah. And 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 I, I, you go ahead, say what you guys say. I, no, I, I, I agree with the fact that he that he didn't, but I don't think that's all the time. That's not to me. That's not leadership. That's just a special quality. How is it not leadership? Because because when you lack that quality, he lacked. I believe that Melo lacked the ability to look in the mirror and see that I do need someone else to help me, because he really did want to do it on his own. Like he did so not you, want you don't to think- help. You don't think that name the organization that he was with in his prime wanted to put or gave him the resources where he could New channel York. that, New where York. he could channel that. I, I feel like yeah, as much as we time, as much as we want to say as great as he was, okay, he had name, some flaws, and leadership is his flaw. And that's oh, just oh, that. okay. Let's let's talk. Let's talk his best season ever. That's oh nine. I, I don't care right? about the stats. We know he's one of the best no, 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 scorers no, no, of all no, time. No, 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 no. I don't no, care no, about the stats. Not, no, no, I'm not talking stats. I'm talking. Let's just talk about his best season ever in 09. And I would challenge anybody to go back and watch those 09 Nuggets that lost to Kobe and tell me that he wasn't a leader. He was a leader, but his style, his style of play, his style of leadership, his style of basketball died in front of our eyes, and he was left. That's why people said he was sorry when he wasn't sorry and they wanted him out the league. Isolation yeah. ball like he played it is dead. Being able to talk to, to your teammates like Michael Jordan would talk to him, it died. He learned that from him, bro. Like there's a lot of stories out of there's a lot of stories out of Denver. 
a lot of stories out of Denver. But what you saw that, in 2009, that wasn't you believe in 2009, in his best season, he wasn't the leader. Do you believe I, in New York? Even I, though I, I never losing, said, he I never said all the time. I never said he wasn't a leader. His leadership qualities, they just weren't sharp to me. They, he, I, like, I think, he lacked that one quality. One, what, that one quality. Which is what? Which is the ability to make your teammates around you better. And I and that that I agree with, but I believe his flaw, and I said this in joking manner to all my friends, I'd be like, Melo, Melo made bad decisions. Because I believe that LeBron looked in the mirror and said, man, fuck this. I done played the Celtics. I cannot do this alone. Like, like every every player, KD, looked and said, man, I, I, got, I need a guy that's going to run point and do the right things like Steph Curry. I truly believe my man Melo looked in the mirror and said, no. Either I'm going to do it myself as me with nobody able to say shit, but I carried him a la Dirk, or I'm not going to get it. And I can live with that. And I and look watching him, like that's why as a fan, I can be comfortable when he didn't get a ring because he's not out here sulking. Like he lives with it because he really went out there and said, I'm going to go be the man everywhere I am. Unquestionable, unquestioned. I am the man, win or lose. Now, Now, the ability to make your teammates better than that, he was lacking, but I don't think, I don't think that he wasn't a leader. I just think that he didn't have that ability and it hurt him because he really could have done something special. Uh, He couldn't get out the deal, Sean. He couldn't get out the deal, but he signed the deal. And he knew what he was doing when he signed the deal. He knew when he signed that five-year deal in New York, he wasn't going to go to the Heat. He knew it. And I, I refuse to believe that him and Chris Paul did not know what they were doing throughout their whole entire careers and all these different times they had a chance to play with their friends. Melo knew. Melo did not want to have a guy on his team that you could say, not selfishly, he just, like, that's the way you do it. Like, the guy that you put on my team is going to be a number two, and unfortunately, his best number two, J.R. Smith, which shows you the greatness of, showed you some of the greatness of LeBron James, because he took J.R. Smith to the finals as his number two. It, it's not, it's not a wrong, it's not a wrong take. I mean, we, we can dive into this. Are you doing yeah, let, let, let's close. Uh, let's give our closing thoughts on it before we move on. So, uh, Sterling, it, what, are you, this, what are your thoughts? This, this is one Mello of those. Top this, 10. Is, this is one. Melo is the top ten talent to ever play the game. Uh, but this is one of those discussions where we need a whole hour to just yeah. really talk about uh, the you know players' legacies, right? Because you know, as 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 gifted as he was, I feel like there was so much untapped potential from a leadership standpoint. Um, you know, that's why the Nuggets really essentially gave up on him. You know, they knew that they had a top five NBA, you know, he wanted to talent. go to, but that, there's to as much as he wanted to get, there's reasons internally why a player wants out, you know, because they, yeah. I felt like they demanded things of him that he wasn't ready to give. And maybe yeah. some of the, the leadership infrastructure and how they handled the nuggets was, I, I got questions about that as well, but, uh, you know, it's just it's just a lot, man. We got to unpack that later yeah. in the summer. I I, I think you're you're totally right because whatever went on in Denver, I truly believe that if he stayed, and I love you he should have stayed. He should if he, he stayed, stayed, he would have won one. He, he would have won stayed. one if he stayed. He if stayed. he would have stayed, him and Jr. Smith would have been champion because but, that was young Jr. And and that's a good number. But you got to be mad. But team. you got to be mad at this is the LeBron James effect. This is what you know. The whole going to South Beach. I don't. Like, I don't think. I don't think it that was wasn't LeBron James. Uh, hold on, just hear me out. I think. I, hear me out. Okay. I, I think players in that time and generation were pressured be, because these super teams are being 
being put together. And you, he's sitting over here in Denver, which Denver at that time was a, was a place that nobody, who wants to go play for fucking yeah. Denver? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, damn, like, I guess I got to do this on my own. LeBron is my homie. Chris Paul is my homie. A lot of these yeah. guys out here teaming up, and I'm out here in Denver, and I'm looking at the GM, and he ain't ready to give me what I need. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it, it's it's like, it's it's a lot, man. No, that's, a lot that's that goes true. into that's it. True. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we got to talk about that again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, so before we go, Let's 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 do a, a legacy month or in the summer, oh, like June, oh, where we take a yeah. player and we just go through their whole shit. Personal yeah, life. Let's start career, off with Melo. You know, we can start with Melo. We'll start with Melo. We'll start with Melo. Okay. Yeah, because he he deserves one. And we can go down the list. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm okay. saying? Like Melo, then T Mac, shit, do our niggas first. No, I'm just like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. you know, we we definitely we definitely uh-huh. need to do that. And, uh-huh. and, and yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's definitely gonna be uh be, be in the show um moving forward. Well, shout out but, to Melo and thank you for all the all the great years of basketball. Yeah, man, man. For real. Me personally, I and, love that shit, bro. And shout out to his son, man. Y'all hear the thing that Yeah. That that's dope, dog. And that's yeah. what I'm talking about. Like he he's getting that and father and as years but yes. man, if you would have had that same that mentality when you came to the nuggets bro and stayed you would have been a champion you know but anyway i think i think, anyway, I think that's super cool though super yes. cool. In, in closing sterling what you said is not wrong but i want to add at the end but that man loves new york city so i think the call of him being able to that man stayed but phil jackson was trying to bury his career he still wanted to stay. He loved New York that much. So yeah, that, that's that loyalty is yeah, for sure, man. All right. So let's get on to the next subject. The if you if you haven't heard, the LA Lakers and LeBron got LeBroomed. Um by <laughs> I'm pissed that you just the, the way you just put that in there. <laughs> we everybody wants to talk about LeBron. We ain't talking about the Nuggets, man. No, I was about to Bro, go ahead and thank you preach. The Nuggets end up punching, uh, punching their ticket and advancing to their. It's the first ever uh, Western Conference Finals, right? So I mean, they they've been okay. to the Western the, Conference, but I mean, they've been to the, the NBA Finals. finals. Yeah. yeah, the NBA Finals. Me, My fault. Sterling, I was gonna say, me, Sterling, and constant viewer of the show, Chris Sherrard, have been yelling. The Nuggets got a motherfucking team, y'all. <laughs> the NBA <laughs> does this thing, and the media around the NBA does this thing where we have to talk about Miami. L.A., Boston, uh, L.A. again, uh, Vegas, big cities. Like, shut, like, the NFL has a popular team in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. I do not want to hear you can't survive out there in the middle of nowhere. You call it Denver in the middle of nowhere. The Buffalo Bills are Orchard Park. You don't know where Orchard Park is unless you look on a motherfucking map. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> the Cleveland Browns, are you? they left and came back. Have you ever been to Indiana? Indiana looks like a place where they refused to get big, but they had to, so they put the country and big at the same time, bro. And the Colts are one of the biggest teams in the league. So to all the NBA fans, to everybody watching, we control this shit. Stop letting them set a narrative that all the star players have to play in a certain city because if a star player plays in a certain city and we go to that motherfucker, the city is going to accommodate. So those, yeah. those of us saying that Milwaukee ain't bussing, why don't you go to Milwaukee and let's make it bussing? Those of you that say that I don't want to go here, I don't want to go there, and wherever you go, it's gonna be busting because the people make the party. That's the that's the bottom line. So I'm tired of this narrative that we have to deal with. It's like, well, who wants to watch Denver and, and Miami? Nigga, I do. Because that's Joker, the best one of the best centers in the last 15 years to play the game versus Michael Jordan's son. And until you take a DNA test, nigga, that's your baby. 
Stop playing with me. Okay. Oh, oh, we just took a turn. Oh, oh, we just took a turn. Yeah. Okay. So let's stay on track. And I want and and I and I said that Boston would go, but I want Jimmy to make it, and I want Jimmy to get the ring just so he can look Michael and Jordan in the eye and say, "I ain't even need you, nigga." I, I thought you was gonna. Win. <laughs> I ain't even need you. Jimmy gonna win the ring, and he gonna have Jordan coming out the tunnel looking like <laughs> Doctor Evil. Bobby Boucher, that. He gonna be in that bitch like Bobby Boucher, daddy. Hey, dude. Hey, Bobby. We champions. We champions, Jimmy. Nah, nah dude. But no, nah, but, Jimmy did it without you. All right, but uh, yeah, let's go ahead. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, <laughs> stick on topic and uh, let's let's tap in with Sterling uh, since he's out in Denver. How is the vibe out there? Because I know y'all motherfuckers going buck ass wild. Oh man, it, wild. it's 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 crazy right now. Uh, you know the Nuggets fans. I mean, it ain't a basketball hotbed out here, let's be honest. I mean, the the, the Broncos still reign supreme, mm-hmm. but, man, for, you know, I think there's a lot of people in the community who are now Denver Nuggets fans, uh, you know, where – but it's it's nuts out here, man. It, it's crazy. You know, Denver's never seen this. they never seen a team like this. You know, I, I could even say outside of the Terrell Davis – Denver Broncos winning two titles. Notice I said Terrell Davis Broncos, not John Elway. Mm-hmm. This oh. is probably, I think this is probably the best championship team uh, pending they win the title that, that Denver is ever going to have. And that's on top of some really good avalanche squads. I think this, this Nuggets team is it. Okay, so um, my next question will be this. Do you think they win? Oh, yeah, they win. They win. Well, Russ, what you think? They were the Nuggets in the championship? Yeah. Oh, they winning that motherfucker like six. That team is really good. Yeah. Well, it's been, not going to be every easy. time they play, y'all see me tweet it out. I texted my friends. I've been texting it since the start of the playoffs. The Denver Nuggets are serious, serious about this game of basketball, y'all. They are not playing. My nigga. And shout out to Jeff Green because he's going to get his first NBA championship. And that will be all the guys. I mean, that will be KD and uh, Jeff Green, two of the two of the four. The original Heat, I mean Thunder, will have gotten rings. And James yeah. Harden and Russell Westbrook better get on this motherfucking high horse. And I got reasons as to why I know they're going to win, if, okay. you, if, you, if you care to hear them. Oh, yes. Oh, let, oh, no, yeah, no. No, nah, Sterling, we don't want to give that shit. <laughs> no, we don't want to give that shit. We hear that shit. Yeah. Listen, man, they, 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 it's, shooters, it's shooters galore. Like, you know, from one to – there's not a person, a player on that team outside of Christian Brown that can't hit a three, an open three. That's one reason. You have the most unselfish big man in the NBA in Jokic. And let me explain this. So Jokic, for what Jokic lacks on the defensive end, now he is a decent defensive player. He's not great. I wouldn't even say he's good, but what he is, he is an elite rebounder. And what he he is a matchup problem when he gets a rebound and he takes the ball up the court. Not only does he take the ball up the court, but it's fast. And his decision making is as equally as good as that rebound that he gets and he goes down the court. He is making <laughs> he is making so many good decisions, but it's to shooters, shooters in transition. They can get the tough buckets with Caldwell Pope, Michael Porter Jr. occasionally, Bruce Brown off the bench. And then let's talk about the action game where the dribble handoff to Jamal Murray is taking these elite level shots. And you really, and we're not even talking about Jokic on the offensive end. Let's just stay with the dribble handoff in motion. Mm -hmm. So when you have that, 
you you can find guys setting us nestled in the corner because now you're putting the defense in conflict because guess what in the playoffs when you're tired I, you guys have played before but it's it's fucking exhausting trying to fight through a screen yes. when you know you're supposed to go over top of a screen yes. and you're just your legs are red hot burning and you're tired and, and it's tough but you got Jokic who's so big and wide you got to fight over that and yep. now okay now so let's say if you let's say you don't make a quick decision now the mismatch comes so now you got this big ass seven footer backing you down right and then now yeah. you got your other guy on a on a lethal murray Let's bring Anthony Davis out to a three-point. Let me see what I do to him. Well, he has had two, three, three defenders it's, on him at times. It, it is it is nauseatingly difficult. They, the, the, the thing with the Nuggets is they're unguardable. It's like you can't guard them. It's too much. It's too many shooters. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and that's why I think they win. They don't like they don't have the the elite, you know, defense, but like Catavius Caldwell Pope, Michael Porter, Aaron Gordon. The three of those guys defensively uh, have taken this Nuggets team yeah. to to another level, Aaron and, and Gordon. the fact Shout that they can, yeah, that they all can shoot. Aaron Gordon with twenty one points, hitting three threes. A guy that he's okay at three shooting the deep ball, but like in a pinch when you need him to, if you're gonna leave him open, he's gonna take it. He's gonna make this it. Will, this is what happens when you take a top ten pick and you make him a third option. Yeah, they they <laughs> he becomes man. a monster. He becomes a monster. Right. It, it, it's it. so those are my reasonings why they're gonna win. MP Michael Porter Jr. is worth a lot of money when he's healthy. When he's healthy, and, and, I, and I'll say this: he he takes the dumbest shots I've ever seen a, in a player with his ability. <laughs> this this dude does not care. It's like he is struggling. He's like I, I he's like he has to show his worth. Like he can't just play within the system. He's got to like take these dumbass shots, and, it, and it's gonna cost them. It's gonna cost him in his career if he doesn't get that right. But I think two things are gonna happen: it's either gonna cost him, or the bitch is gonna start dropping. And I think yep. the bitch is gonna start dropping. Uh, you would hope he so. shoots with, but he shoots with two. Kobe was airball. I'm not okay. People don't. He's not Kobe, but I'm just saying. At a point in time, even Kobe was airballing hoes, and they was like, "What the fuck." And it's like something about the confidence that you have just keeps to take those shots. <laughs> no, like, like it's the it's the opposite of the Ben Simmons. Yeah. Like, if you have confidence, the two things will happen: you are gonna shoot them hoes and shoot your ass out out off the floor, or out the out the team, which he's not gonna do because he makes enough wide open threes. Or they are gonna start dropping, and you are gonna become a superstar when Joker needs you to start being an outside right. presence. But we gonna right. get in that later. But yeah, right. But he, he totally could be. Well, awesome he could flop. He could flop. Yeah, right. this team reminds me a lot of that Mavericks team in terms of you can't guard them. They got a big man that's hitting every. He's averaging a thirty point triple double, like and he's hitting everything. Like there's just I said he's gonna have to dirk it. Y'all heard me say he's gonna have to dirk it, and he's dirking the fuck out this bitch. So good luck to yeah. whoever makes it out the East. So this is and I, I'll end with this boogie. There's there's a, a there's an adage in the NBA where it's a two one one theory, where you need two games from your best player. You need one game from your secondary player. And you need one game from your bench. And what Murray's doing right now, it's like you're you're getting two games from Jokic and two games from Murray. And and the bench, it's like they don't need them. But, but it's a plus. But it's a plus. Mm -hmm. It's a plus. Them. And that's what makes them deadly, man. All right. Yeah. Um, and so we're going to go over to our next subject. Uh, I mean, after the game uh, where the um, – Denver Nuggets conventionally handled the Los Angeles Lakers in the Western Conference Finals. 
LeBron took the podium and people asked him the question, you know, what do you think about your, you know, your future? And, you know, he went ahead and did the, you know, I don't know, you know, got to go ahead and think about it. And we all know LeBron does say things and do shit like this. And some people it annoys and some people, you know, they, they latch onto it. First of all, you know, the thing is this, is he's retiring? No. Exactly. <laughs> Look, no. stop the cap, nigga. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody know your ass in retiring. Your son is probably going to be a one and done. Yeah. Your son going to probably be one and done. And you'll be able yeah. to, to, to. That's what he wants to do. Too. That's, and we all know that's what you want to do. So I Can I say one more thing, though? Yeah. Like, they were a seven seed that played in the plant. Like, they were a seventh seed that played in the play-in. And people are talking about them as if they were a number two seed. As if they didn't completely reconstruct their run. That's another another thing I hear, LeBron Crick. Huh? Because they're L.A. Oh, yeah, of course. I know. I know. Everybody rides the L.A. cock. But I'm just saying, like, it's crazy. Yeah, I said it. It's crazy, though, how, like, we looked at this team. They completely overhauled it at the halfway point in the season. And people just ignored the top seed in the West and chose the seventh seed because of the name. NBA people, stop fucking choosing teams because of names. Like, your name don't mean shit. You prove it on that 94. Right. Like, please stop. Because I'm getting tired. That's We have a whole episode on it, but I'm, that's one thing I'm getting sick and fucking tired of, bro, this popularity contest that we have in the NBA. We don't have this popularity contest like this in any other sport. But in the NBA, oh, God, the guy that we like the most and then we think is the coolest is the guy that should win. Nah, bitch. Joker wins, nigga. Like, that's who wins because he was hooping. Jamal Murray wins because he was hooping. Like, our favorite guy in the last 20 years got to come back and reload and do it again next year. And that's just we got to deal with it because they handle it on that 94. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yeah. So, that, that there you have it from the Sports Sushi Crew. Is LeBron retiring? Hell no. Nope. Stop the Stop cap. Stop. You just mad because yeah. you old and got beat. It's cool though. We love you. The, the lethal interjection squad. The lethal yeah. interjection squad, nigga. That hey, hey. What that nigga say? Oh, nigga. <laughs> money, money, money. That nigga Snoop Dogg. Hey, y'all talk, Hey, y'all don't know. Y'all gonna get my social at the end. I got a reel for y'all. That's fucking hilarious. All right, hold on. Here's a better question. Is AD should they have been better instead of the yeah they got Westbrook? Um. The Westbrook. Let's, let's read that 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 one out loud. Okay, hold on. Okay, you got it, boogie. All right. So, shotgun. Uh, a, a long time listener says, "Here's a better question with Braun and AD. Should they have been? Uh, should they have uh ever been a seven seed? Yeah, they got off Westbrook and got a better team, but I don't know. Should they have been a seven seed? He likes Westbrook, y'all, and he hates Braun. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, no, my bad. That was unnecessary pew pews in his direction. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Shaka. I shouldn't have said that. No, nah, because uh, now he always does this shit, bro. Like he always brings up like, "Well, we should have brought." Like he's 38, and the team, yeah. the team as it was devised, no matter what, the team as it was devised was not even a playoff team. You know what I'm saying? So should him and AD have been a seventh seed? I mean, AD could have played more games, maybe. Bron could have not fucked up his foot, but that team has devised. I don't think it would have won more. Uh, Russell Westbrook didn't want to play how he played in in L.A. with the Clippers. He didn't want to play how he played with the Clippers how, how, with the Lakers. So, no, I don't think that they would have been any better. I think it's something to say to them that 
they felt like they needed the team to change. The GM felt like they needed the team to change. They got that. They got that guy up out of there. They got the other players up out of there, and they ended up making a fantastic playoff run. The season by no means is a failure. They ran up on the best team in the NBA right now, in my opinion. So, they're just a buzzsaw. So, I just I don't think that we can go back and say, I, yeah, it's not fair for us to go all the way back and say, well, y'all 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 should have been you know better than a seven seed because y'all should have been better at the beginning of the season. Russell Westbrook. No, you get rid of a guy. And your team dramatically changes and gets better once you get rid of him and add some other pieces. Like it's just the proof is in the pudding. Like it, it just is what it is. I, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think Westbrook was a problem, man. I, I think you know, for me, a lot of it goes back to leadership. I think you got a, a young head coach in Darvin Ham trying to figure things out with a with a giant personality of LeBron James, uh, who's aging. You got a an AD who who's inconsistent, right? And, and then what they did is they leaned into defense. That's how they got where they were or got where they are. They leaned into defense and, and made some some trades. So they deserve the seven seed because they didn't play well the whole season. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, it, it, it's LA. So you know the it's it's always heightened with LA. But I, I really do feel like uh, you know LeBron to me, man. I love LeBron as a player. But man, does he really leave a lot to be desired on the defensive end? Like his effort is just—he old. He is old, bro. I don't know if it's old because I I see him do a chase down block when he wants to. I see him on the offensive side have energy, man. But it, it's the you y'all know y'all play Sterling. team sports, bro. Sterling. You see these you know dudes? What is it? You know, you're older now. You know, man, he old, bro. bro. This this is not this, this man, is not shame. This man spends a million dollars. On his body, he's thirty-eight. All right. Okay, on. so peep this. Mm. So on. you as a, you you us as individuals in our mid thirties know that at a very low level, you go to LA Fitness, you can go to you can go to at Lifetime wherever you go, you can go to the park and you can hoop, right? You ain't gonna be able to give it all the whole game like you used to when you was twenty-two. You ain't gonna yeah. be no matter what you do, no matter what you do. You are not going to be able to give it all like you used to because you're older. So I think LeBron picks and chooses his spots. I think that's where we need to get into the whole Anthony Davis thing. That's a whole other episode of what we need to see from him as stepping into that role because I think LeBron basically, he may not have given him the speech, but D-Way gave LeBron the speech like, man, you need to take this motherfucker over. LeBron did. I think he get, I think Davis understands that, but – Joker's really good. I don't think people understand absolutely or want to understand no, sure. how right. good Joker All right. All right. is. You know so what we, I don't we think got ten minutes left, so we need to get to our next uh, subject. And uh, before we close out, oh, we got a question though, because because someone's saying it's a failure, and I was just gonna say, man, look, Boogie, no, like I know the last segment of the Celtics survived Game Four. They gotta win. More in a row. Well, no, I just want to knock it out the way. So let's go ahead and just talk about that. Yeah, okay, because I want to get back to the comment of is, right. is the Lakers season so failure. This so is my question ahead. here. All right, so we're gonna go ahead and talk about the uh, the Celtics and the uh, the Heat. Uh, they survived mm-hmm. Game Four. The Celtics. Do they win this series after Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart said all we need is one? Yes, all one. I gotta say is this. All I gotta say is this. You know what? The 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 world out there. I'm gonna say it is very unlikely. Y'all know I picked the Celtics to go to the finals, so I'm riding with my pick, and I got to ride with them, but we know it's very unlikely. But all I got to do is say this to all those people out there that are talking about that they shouldn't have said that, and we all have joy in our heart. They shouldn't have said that, and they shouldn't have done what they did or talked that way. Nah, y'all love Jordan. What the fuck Jordan say? He said, what the fuck did Jordan say? Shit. 
He said, it's always better when you talk shit when it's even or when you're behind. It's always easy when you talk shit when you're up. All right, so let's that's, get back. So that's how you tell the measure of a man. Those Georgia, right. that's how you tell. So all I got to say is Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart are talking their shit while they down. They in the grave. The dirt's getting put on them. And they saying, nigga, let me climb up out this bitch. And I swear I'm going to kill you when I get all it. Right. We gonna all right, so Sterling, what do you think? When? Do they have a chance? Or they no, nah, they they don't have a chance, man. Uh, right. They 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 lost their defensive identity when uh, Udoka is not there. You know, mm. I feel like the coaching justice. The, the, right, the the coaching Missoula's trying his hardest, but he he's just not ready yet. And you're you're and Jason Tatum, as much as praises we give him, he just ran into a dude that's from the streets, and he can't handle it. And Jimmy Butler, yeah. and, and that's uh, that. Michael, Jimmy Snow. Yeah. All right, so let's go ahead. And, and, and I was on top of that. I want to say this. It's crazy to think out of all the games, the Miami Heat and Braun and Wade and Spo and what is he going to be, he became the most like Popovich out of all of them. Ain't that something. Give me my dudes, give me my star, and watch my team work as a unit. All right, so we got eight minutes left, so we're going to go back to uh, the question that was proposed uh, I forgot what it was. You got you got it on hand. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, there it goes. It's a failure, though. The goal is to win it at this year. It was a failure. The goal is to win it this year. It was a failure, and Westbrook wasn't the problem. Bron and AD was hurt a lot. Now, I'll say this, though. I'll say this. That is true that Bron and AD were hurt a lot. And I'm not – and when I say that, I'm not saying Westbrook was the problem. I'm saying the team as it was constructed was not a playoff team. Right. It wasn't. And when they got rid of him and added Jared Vanderbilt, D'Angelo Russell, and the pieces around, it allowed uh, LeBron James and AD to, to do what they need to do as the two stars of that team to lead them forward. If they would have played from, from the beginning of the season, because I asked this question in retort, if they would have had that team at the beginning well, of the season, do you think they would have been a seven seed? I'm sorry. No, because that's that's because it's a it's a good it's a it's a good question to ask back. If they had this team at the beginning of the season, do you think they would have been a seven seed? No, I think so. We're talking at least top four. You think seven? Yeah, just because the the season is long and what you get out of eight, what you're not getting out of AD is the problem. Like like they leaned in the defense. D'Angelo, let's talk about the trades though. D'Angelo Russell doesn't yeah. do shit, right? Jared Vanderbilt I'm a, I'm is a is a solid defensive piece, but I yeah, think but I think I, I think a lot of it has to do with the development of Austin Reeves right before our eyes, like but him being when, their third. When did he get that chance? Later in the season. But when? To my after the trade gone. You talk about uh, that, uh Reeves. That's coaching. Yeah. That's coaching. No, no, that, I'm saying though, we he, I'm saying though, like when you have personalities like that on a team. Like, it's nothing against Russell Westbrook. Like I said, he didn't want to play the way he played with the Clippers, the way he played with the Lakers. There was nothing against him, but we uh-huh. didn't see Austin Reeves start right. to develop like that until Still. Russell Westbrook was gone. So I'm saying that – and that's the, the acceleration of growth in this amount of time that Austin Reeves had. Like, if you give him from the beginning of the season, I don't care if AD or LeBron are hurt. Like, he's going to be even better. You know what I'm saying? People are talking right now like that's the guy the Lakers can't get rid of. Like that's yep. the guy that they can't get rid of it's right true. now. Like they can't. You know what I'm saying? So like I I don't think I think that team's a top four, top five team in the West if they have a whole season. They're not a playing that's fair. team. That, I can, I can they're, get they're not a playing team. I can get they're not a playing that. team. 
That, okay, so I won't give them one, yeah. but they're not a playing team. Yeah. And the fact that, uh, and, and I would say we have to give credit to a 38-year-old that is able to be the leader of a team to get to the Western Conference Finals as a seven seed. And on the cool, there's a stat that was put out today. Anthony Davis doesn't play a lot in the regular season, but he's only missed one playoff game. So I have to get where where he gets – no, no, where he gets a lot of shit for not playing the regular season, he does He well, does try to Kawhi it. He I'll does tell you try what, I'm it, But he doesn't miss any – he doesn't miss no, any he, he's, he's there, but he's not there. <laughs> that man's on I the court, he, but he ain't he's, there. He does have a lot of stats that sometimes yeah. don't equal into – He yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. We can have an episode of like it's, it's like It's like it's like – when you are lauded as one of the top premier players in the league, you have to show up. Braun doesn't get that. Braun doesn't. If you want to be that guy, Braun, Braun, we don't talk about Braun in that way. We didn't talk about Kobe in that yeah. way. Like Anthony Davis, bro, you got to show up for the amount of it's money impact. you're making. You got to impact the impact. game. And he just it's doesn't impact. do it, man. Hell, Luca doesn't. It's Luca shows up when Luca's on the court. We we ain't never worried about him. It's the, it's the it's that it's that hidden stat of impact. Which yeah. we can have a whole episode uh-huh. on the hidden stat mm-hmm. of impact. But you could drop forty and it not mean shit. Yep. You could drop twenty eight and ten, and it means something as far as like yeah, my, I got the points for my team. But you didn't put the other team in fear. You didn't make the other team change their defensive, like what they were doing, possession, say, shit, we got to change this because we're going to lose. Like, the Anthony Davis needs to work on his impact yep. on the game because he does it at top. The young Anthony Davis had an impact. Defensive, right. swatting the ball, flying right. in the air, getting dunks, making himself big. Like, he did thing. Now he kind of just is like, I'm here. I can get, like, when you, Joker made an impact. And that's like, why he's I'm the best out player here in the world. And, yeah. Right now, Joker is the best player in the world. Period. I don't want to hear shit about no one else right now. I don't want to hear nothing about no one else. And, and, and if you have something to say about someone else, go say that shit in the fucking corner. We don't want to hear it. We don't <laughs> well, want to hey, hear it. And to hey, all those, uh, we've been trying to tell everybody about the show. Oh, yeah, fucking time, bro. And one more, and one more before we log out, because Ster- Sterling and Chris out there, to all those people that is out there talking about, well, shitting on Joker, talking about, oh man, Joker, you're not winning in the playoffs. His people was hurt. And the first fucking time he got his team back healthy, he running through these motherfuckers. It's just damn near racist the way he killing these people. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. And on that note, we're going to close it out. That was our show, everybody. Man, I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you for tuning in. I just want to say thank you again to our sponsor, BetStamp. BetStamp allows you to easily line shop for the most profitable odds across all sports books. You can click on any matchup and instantly see all the different odds for game lines, player props, and even future bets. Line shopping is the easiest and simplest way to find an edge in sports betting and to maximize your chances of winning long term. On average, bet stamp users win an extra $1,000 and over yearly just by line shopping. If you haven't already done so, install bet stamp using promo code SUSHI that's us and start line shopping your way to a competitive advantage today again thank you to our sponsor best i just want to say thank you again hey all right so welcome back uh we're going to go ahead and sign out and give you our guys our social uh if you like what you heard hit the like and subscribe button and you can tune in, in with us every wednesday at 8 p.m 6 p.m pacific time you can find us here on youtube um twitter Facebook, all 
all the shit. Twitter, Facebook, <laughs> IG, look for sports sushi, and it, it look for the look for the bar sign. You know what I'm saying? And then you know we will be uploading on all uh podcast directories as Apple, Spotify, uh Rumble, Odyssey as well. So if you're on those as well, please like and subscribe to those as well. If you would like to follow us, you can follow us at Sports Sushi, uh, all one word, on Twitter or Sports underscore Sushi at IG. You can find me at DJ Slow Boogie with the I and E, not a Y. That's Snapchat, SoundCloud, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and all that other shit. Uh, Sterling, what can they find you at, brother? Yeah, at Pro Sterling on, on Twitter, uh, Stilo.Huncho on the TikTok. Enjoy. You already know you can find me uh, as at Big Thirty The Truth on Twitter and at Big Thirty The Truth on IG as well. All right, so that was our show, man. Uh, appreciate you for tuning in. Uh, tune in again next Wednesday. We will still cover the NBA playoffs, uh, well, the finals, and the other happenings around the sports world. So please check us out again, baby. Yeah, I know. <laughs>